Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Coming to you today, what's today? Wednesday. Coming on a Wednesday. All my usual day, but everything that's going on, man, how could I not come to people, address the people, rap to the people? Ah, George Floyd. George Floyd. Then you know the African tradition. Say the name. Say it with me. George Floyd. Another black man. Senselessly, unwarranted, uh, what? Caught in camera for all of America. Again, this has happened time and time again. And uh, listen, let me show me. I'm going too fast. I'm moving too fast. First of all, my prayers and my condolences are with his family with his immediate family who has to burden such a tragic uh, loss such a, such a senseless loss and then my condolences to the black American family that has to suffer again another loss like his immediate family but also an indignity Another reminder of the view that America holds towards its 22, 23, or 24 million black so-called citizens here. See, understand this. I'm not 
just talking about, you know, and, and what's tragic about this, this is right on the wake of Ahmaud Albury, which was on the wake of a thing, which was on the wake of a thing, which is always on the wake of a damn thing for us. But what adds insult is it is the police. I was trying to find some way to say the legal armed, armed wing of the imperialist oppressive government. Man, fuck that. It's the police. It's these, and I gave the explicit alert, so I'm going to wrap it's these it's these cats that we see time and time again killing us we see time and time again killing us provoking us challenging our manhood if not directly challenging our manhood by some type of confrontation by daring us, by talking to us, we're less than beasts, challenging us directly, then challenging our manhood, mishandling our women, by laying their hands on our women, by mishandling our children and murdering our women and children, challenging us. Police. And you ask yourself, Seeing this after and 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 I haven't even seen the whole video. I saw enough of the video to know that the outcome was not going to be one that uh, was favorable for the people. It was not going to be an outcome that showed them in any type of different light. I knew what the outcome was going to be. Because the words were eerily familiar. Hadn't we heard the words before? I can't breathe. The words were eerily familiar. You want to talk about ancestors. You want to talk about messages from beyond. I can't breathe. And here you have this devil. This cracker, which is the first insult, because this is ancestral. This is exists between them and us, the white man and us. That's the first, I don't even know if I want to say insult, but the first reality of it. It's a cracker. With his knee on his neck and his hands in his pocket, casually killing a nigger, just casually killing the cracker has his hands in his pocket. He's casually killing a nigger. That's the first. I guess I'd have to answer, but the first uh, for me thing that 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 really angered me on a very deep. Innate, like some ancestral genetic type shit. Then the second thing was 
it was a reminder that the local, uh, state, and federal law enforcement agencies view us as the enemy. I don't give a damn what they tell you. I don't give a damn what they tell you. Their actions bear witness. Freddie Gray, whose spine was snapped. Mike Brown. Sandra Bland. Let's add now George Floyd. Oscar Grant. How many times must complain? Black men and women be murdered at the hands of these people before we say, you know what? The police are enemy of the black community there. Fucking there. And it's not I'm not saying anything we don't know. I am articulating it. I am stating it so that it can go out and it can manifest on the airways and travel throughout the ether and prayerfully it would begin to resonate and resound inside of you. That this is not your friend. In the party, we already know that collaboration and uh, working with them is a big no. But now maybe the masses will be wake up to that fact that the police are an enemy of the black community. There's no way around it. Am I trying to incite any type of feeling towards the pig? No. He does a fine enough job of that on his own. He doesn't need my help in turning us against him. Why he succeeded wonderfully in Minneapolis. So he doesn't need my help. But what has to be said is that he is an infallible enemy to my community so that prayerfully we be, will begin to deal with him as such. Then what do I mean by that? That when you're pulled over and confronted, because that's what it is, he's a confrontation. You must assess threats at this point in time. Get out of the mind state of being a sitting duck. Get out of the mind state of not standing on your rights. That complying with him even against your rights will win you some sympathy or win you some uh, ease If you have a right, stand on that right and go down on the goddamn right. And one of the rights you have is the right to live. You see, we begin to see the police as the enemy of the black community. No longer will we just own them, brutalizing and terrorizing and murdering us. We'll intervene. We'll scream and holler, push and shove, kick, scratch, moan, do whatever we do to save a black life. Now, if that's some shit 
that causes a long to the power of So be it. How long? How long do you think we're going to stand by and watch you murder us? I'm saying that our lives inherently have worked. I don't need an organization to tell me that life matters. And thank Allah for the brothers and sisters who took up the banner in that call to not tell us, but to reiterate to the world and to you that your life does matter. Therefore, stop doing things, allowing people to treat you in a way that your life doesn't matter. We're saying the same thing here. That our lives do matter. That the trauma, there was a six-year-old boy who had to witness a black man murdered at the hands of a white police officer while being protected, aided, shielded. The crowd kept at bay, I believe, by another Asian. Either way, none of them reflected us. If one of them did reflect us in one of those uniforms in shame, we're demanding that the so-called black police who say that all police aren't bad or that they give a name have to do more. You're talking on Facebook your so-called exposing is not enough. You have to do more when you're dying. And I find law-abiding brothers and sisters that I know, brothers and sisters that hold down jobs, brothers and sisters that have paid their taxes, some brothers and sisters even to a certain degree, have believed believe in and have bought into some concept or form of the so-called American dream. And these brothers and sisters, after seeing this video, were talking in such a way that I was surprised. I had never heard some of these brothers and sisters could be Nobel Peace Prize nominees. Mahatma, they would put Mahatma Gandhi to shame in their nonviolent stances, their pacifism. Would put Mahatma Gandhi to shame, would take, make Dr. King take a back seat. And I am hearing now their rhetoric change, their philosophy change, their views of what the rich world city or America that they bought into change right before their very eyes because we're really li- we're realizing what I do advocate and believe in to a degree political participation I believe that wars are part of all fronts and a political war engaging your enemy politically understanding their politics uh Exposing the hypocrisies and the holes in their politics, I think, not only advantageous, but is is necessary for us to, you know, when when engaging in this fight. I said all of that to say, though, if we think that that is the be-all, if we think that that is where the success or the victory lies, then you're being deceived and you're being fooled, and this should show it. In this country here, black men could be murdered and it caught on video, and there has to be an investigation 
there has to be this and that, and let's not run to jump to conclusions. Yes, he was fired. And they think that that should appease the poor. Why they say we're making him you know, the poor will take his livelihood. He's no longer one of us. That even shows the elitist mentality. He's no longer one of us. We fired him. But we think he should be jailed. I personally wish we had our own nation. I wish you throw the cracker to us. Throw the devil to us. Allow us to show you what righteous men and women do with wicked and unrighteous people who perpetrate and commit wickedness in the land. Throw the devil to us. But of course we know that will never happen. this devil be persecuted, be indicted, charged, and held to the highest man. Listen. It's a tragedy. But it's funny, I'm not even talking about this specific. This specific sent the whole uh, process in motion. But I'm not talking about this this specific incident. I'm talking about it's time for us to change our mentality and our viewpoints on how we view society, how we view ourselves, and how we allow ourselves to be viewed. How we view ourselves and how we allow ourselves to be viewed. That makes the world of difference in your actions. And it makes the world of difference in how you view people. And I tell you that when you, if it walks like a duck, and quacks like a duck, it's a duck. So if you have a person that commits murder as a uh, backing, a backing, has a force, has guns, has armaments, their gangs are are opposing army, especially if they have targeted the writings on the wall. You don't represent my best interest. If you're not a murderer of black people, if you, police officers, are not the henchmen, the American Gestapo, to exterminate and participate in the genocide of black people at the uh, least, you don't represent my interest. You are a full that represents the property owners, the landowners, you still don't represent me. You're still against me. So, at what point in time, at what point in time, do we say enough is enough? At what point in time do we begin to teach our children and 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 beautiful police and when pulled over to as a real threat to our existence to assess the threat. I'm not saying do no Rambo. I'm saying take it as a real threat. When you get pulled over, be dead for real. That you, this could be the end of you. Take every precaution. 
take every precaution. This could be your death. And if it looks like it's about to get funky, goddamn it, get funky. Don't wait till they put the handcuffs on us to beat us to death. To beat us to death. Am I being irrational? No. Yes. I have to explain to my son, all of 11 years old, why he put his knee on the neck and he's not looking at Why you do that? He's like, damn, you know. Did you see? Why this is very real and this could happen to him. Man, we got to stop playing. Yo, let me say this too. I want to send a shout out to the protesters out there, to the people out there really, you know, uh, to the people out there really standing up and like making their pain be felt. I don't know everything this was going on, uh, so I might have an opportunity to check out some of these lives and stuff that's happening out there. But here, people are out there, so I'll get an opportunity. In, in a few minutes to look at it. I just wanted to call, just holler on that, man. Say the name, George Floyd. What can we really have to change this situation? If we really have to start policing the police. I mean, if that really has to become a thing. You know what I'm saying? If we have to start policing the police. If we have to ensure that uh, and just like our predecessors, the Panthers, we don't want to obstruct. We don't want to give them a reason to be foolish. But we want to ensure and and, and we want to guarantee the safety of our brothers and sisters. Man, let me tell you something. I survived gangbanging and everything. I'd be damned if one of these little young punk-ass crackers and we, because he got a uniform on, think he's going to take my life. And I'm not going to sit there and watch him take no brother's life. Put his knee on the brother. I'm not going to do none of that. None of that. I'm not saying I'm no Billy Badass. I'm not saying I'm Kung Fu Joe, Dragonfly Jones. I'm just a real brother. So that has to stop. When you see brothers and sisters being put away, we need to pull over. Respect. We need to police the police wherever they are. And I'm not talking about just with the cameras. Get the camera, keep the camera rolling, have someone that has the camera rolling, but know your rights as a citizen. And even if not, they don't recognize your rights as a citizen, you better know your rights as a living entity. And know that you're your brother's keeper. We can't keep watching them perpetrate crimes against us, further traumatizing the black community. And they let us have this violence. Justice will be served. Man, look, y'all need to stop this shit. The government needs to put an end to it. It's not my problem how. 
Don't ask me how. See to stop it. Or you force the people to take the matter into their own hands. If the government is unable or unwilling, need I say more? Those that know can finish the rest of that statement. So it's your responsibility to stop it. It's your responsibility to screen or vet or do whatever you have to do to stop this type of shit from coming in. I don't know how real the picture is, but I saw a picture of um, the same police officer with a hat that said, Make America White Again. Now, I don't know how authentic that photograph is. You know, but it wouldn't surprise me. His actions speak volumes. His actions speak volumes. I don't need a picture. I don't need a picture to, to know how he feels about us. Anytime you can sit there and hear someone say they can't breathe, it's clear. Say they can't breathe. The crowd telling you, yo, he ain't moving, he's breathing, not struggling, or anything, he's killing us. And he's taking sadistic glee in killing him. He got all the way off in killing that black man. He took a glee in it. Probably had his hands in his pocket holding his dick. You sick fuck. Man, look. Brothers, sisters. The, uh, it's it. The writing's on the wall. I am really, I think, you know what? I wanted to come and be all informative. I think this was more session for me. It is tough. It is tough to watch the death continuously unfold in our communities at the hands of a people who have historically mistreated us and, and history bears witness to the way they feel about us and to see us be sheep, to see us be confused and sedated and just, you know, angry with no direction or goal, no way to really vet or vet. You know, we can throw a few bottles and rob, you know, that type of thing. So it's, it's you know, it's it's a tough one. Listen, I got my brother, it's always like he failed through. I got my, my brother Shaka on the line. Brother Shaka. Hey, Wakusu, what's going on, Black? Wakusu, brother. What's going on, Black? Well, shit, man, I'm vet. You know, I, I was just sharing with people, man. But I just come on and be all informative. But I think this took more of a venting session for me. And, of course, you know, his brother George Floyd, along with Eric Garner, Sandra Bland, Mike Brown, uh, Oscar Grant, you name it. I mean, the, the list is endless. Not even just people that were murdered at the hands of white people, but we're talking about representatives of law enforcement. The very right, right. that are supposed to be, or, or or is purported what they're supposed to protect and look out. But here's here's the, here's the bullshit. We know them to really be an enemy of the black community. 
That's right. So, I mean, that's what that. So it's like, you know, what what do you do? this whole show? You out there listening? Listen, call in. This is an open show. This for anybody to call in and, and share your views, your opinions, whatever. You can vent with us because this is like one of them damn sessions. Like, yo, and with a early shocker. Like I said, I know people that could be nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize. That would put Mahatma Gandhi to shame in their pacifism and, and nonviolent stance that are talking about shit. Wait a minute now. You know what I'm saying? Even turn the other cheekers. Uh, 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 right, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, what's, what's your take on the whole thing, brother? I mean, like, well, first of all, thanks for having me on, first of all. Hey, man, no problem. Lord thanks for being here. You know, and um, I'm I'm kind of the cross. I hope I don't break up too much. But I mean, it's it's kind of logical. I, at this point, man, we have the right to have a righteous indignation. You know, and we need to exercise that right. Yeah. You know, this is not. I mean, we always say this is no more time for talking. No more time for talking. But like, it really is no more time for talking. Mm-hmm. Like, what else could we possibly say? You know, why we always have to be the ones. To, to apologize when the wrong is being done to us. Right. You know, right. and we got to stop saying that. And like we were saying earlier, we know that a lot of it is psychological because we're always trained to restrain ourselves to save our own lives. And we're always mm-hmm. pushed. So you no know, matter what the situation, we always want to come out okay. But, you know, it gets to the point, man, where, like, what is okay? Like, do we coming out okay means I, I allow you to put your neck on my your knee on my neck till I die, just so I want to come out okay. Think about you know what is what is okay? Like what is really okay? You know, should I be okay and you know let you know that I have a weapon on me? Show you my weapon. I follow your rules, but you shoot me in front of my daughter and my and my girlfriend. What right. is okay? Right. You know what I mean? So I mean, like honestly, and this is not me just like hooping and hollering because somebody will say that. But let's be real, y'all. We we know how to deal with this. We know what this takes. You're not dealing with people who, well, they are here to serve and protect, but they're not here to serve and protect us. They're here to serve and protect the interests of America, which we clearly know is white nationalism. So the only way we're going to get that is if these racist bastards know that if you come in a black community, there's the possibility of some kind of recourse. And people got to get it in mind that it's time to put down the camera and get involved. You see right. it more than that. We can't just film it because filming ain't helping us. We got to get to the mind state where we intercede, like not not even on the extreme level. Like I I shared with you today, I was in a QT and an Asian manager was talking reckless to a young black worker. You know, she's a baby. She could be my baby. So I stood up to defend her by telling him, you can't talk to her like that. If we don't start exercising on small levels of resistance, we'll never get to that big level of resistance. We got to break that psyche. Yeah. That's the, you know, I think that is one of the biggest, uh, the biggest obstacles is that psyche and how deeply it is in us to really, uh, you hit on some man that it was so heavy, man. And really, I want to touch on that again, because I want the listeners to really dig what Brother Shaka was saying there. He was like, yo, how far is like, all right, to try to be where you're not intimidated, you're not, um, fearful of me or whatever, is it to the point that, you, you know, literally, to the point where I'll, you're, you're allowed to 
put your knee in my neck until I die. And us as bystanders, how far is compliance to the point that we allow a murder? You know what? Should every charge everybody? Goddamn it! No, I'm just. <laughs> no, I get to that. Real, I mean, no, are you allowed to witness? If I witness a murder and don't report it or don't intervene, aren't there some like charges that could be so? Right, so so you're forcing me. I'd sue if I'd had to watch it. I'd sue for psychological distress. I say you forced me to be accomplice to murder. You know, I mean, it is it is no shock that there was a six year old boy there. What what do what do you tell that young baby? What do you tell him now? Right, his mom. They did an interview for him. He said when his mom told him, "Mama." He said his mom said he said mama they put his knee in his neck and died. He said Right. Yeah. So what do, what do you tell these children? You know, and it's like we we one we we got to stop looking at the idea of fighting back as some extreme militant action. It's not extreme. It's common sense. <laughs> you know, you back an animal in a the corner, they fight back. It got nothing to do with your political ideology, your level of consciousness or how brave you are. Is look, God damn it! Do you want to die or do you want to live? Point blank. Right. Right. So yes, follow rules. Understand, you know the cautious. I got two young boys out here. They go outside every day. I tell them every day, follow the rules. Don't cause a problem. But there's a the line in the sand where even my sons got to realize at some point we got to protect ourselves. You know, and if yeah. I should lose a child in that process, I don't want to lose my children, of course. But no. I, I don't want to get a report that you put a knee in their neck and nobody saved them. So we got to exactly. we have to teach our people to live in a process of war that we are in and know that it could mean. Yeah, I know you got a good job. I know you're doing your thing. But you just might go to jail today. Or mm-hmm. you could die. Which one would you choose? I choose going to jail for some time and rather than getting killed like that. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'd rather get killed like that. And I'd, I'd, I'd rather... You know, if I'm what I to ease my conscience, to appease my conscience, I would be going to for disorderly conduct, maybe obstruction, than watching a man be murdered. You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, I ain't going in. I ain't gonna sit there and say because you you said something that you're right. We have been trained to a degree. So even in me, even in my intervening, I probably would have held back. I may have shoved him. You know, I wouldn't have dog fucked him like he like he deserved. You know what I'm saying? I probably would have just pushed him right. off. You know, or something like that. Excuse the language. And I and I told everyone this was going to be an adult show because we're dealing with adult themes. So, though I usually do family, put your children away. We are talking. It is time for grown folk to talk about grown folk things, man. You know. Really? And, I mean, and I've pres- seen it done before. Yeah. You know, I, I've seen it done. I've seen, there's a video I was out maybe a year and a half ago. A young black mm-hmm. kid was being arrested. The cop was sitting on his back, and they were like, yo, you're on his back. This right after Eric Garner. And this random white guy just ran and tackled the cop. I saw that. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, quite, I'm quite sure he went to jail. And let's just be real, family. We, I'm not going to sit here and paint it. you probably going to get your ass whooped. Oh, you're going to get later that night. You yeah. you, all right, let's yeah. be real about it. You, so but I suggest, yeah. family, start doing your sit-ups so you can make your abs strong. You know, yeah. start, learn, get some boxing gloves and start sparring with your homeboys so you can learn to take a punch. Because the yeah. reality is, after you make that brave stand, if they don't just shoot you on the spot, 
when they do get the cuffs on you, they're going to whoop you out. So just yeah. And you know what? When they take the cuffs off, you might have to whoop one of them out. It's going to be that yeah. way. It, when, when, when they go to talking reckless, when the cuffs, when the cuffs come off, swing. When they say when the door swings, just, you swing. <laughs> you, know? you swing, just swing. You know what I mean? Just swing. Eventually, they, somebody gonna get tired of all this swinging, and somebody yeah. gonna be alright. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't mean to make light of it, but I mean, family, that's the real but truth real. of the matter. There's no, there's no easy way out of this one. It's like going outside. You know, your mama told you don't do something. You did mm-hmm. it. There's no way around that ass whipping. It's coming. Right. You know right. what I mean? Right. That physical altercation is coming, and maybe, exactly. maybe we need to have it come. So that our enemies can understand, you, you got bigger guns, you got all that stuff, but we got the will to live. And history yep. shows the will to live always triumphs. Always. Always. Yep, you can't dominate a people's will, especially when that will is backed by the desire to live. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. But listen, let me share a story with you, and I think I shared it with you, I'm sure, with my listeners, about the time I went to jail with my little... Um, 10, 15-minute confrontation with the police. So, you know, I had at this particular time I was chairing the party in the breakfast program. So I would have my defenseman to do a PTI. Shocker, you know what a PTI is, of course, but for the listeners who don't know what a PTI is on the straight truck we had, it's called pre-trip inspection. I was doing these really to teach the soldiers some stuff, you know, so he kicked the tires and, you know, check the batteries and all this good stuff. Uh, so that morning, He's in the he's in that early afternoon. He's doing the yeah, because we're gonna feed the people breakfast. So he's in the morning. I out of the cab. My defense minister on knees at gunpoint. Four in the morning. I said, man, what's going on? So one of my members was the defense minister's sister, and needless to say, she's very outspoken. You know what I'm saying? You know. She comes out and he he chases after her. So this happens in the hotel parking lot. She runs in the room. He puts his foot in the door so she can't close it. He closes. He grabs her. And she has a nightclub. So I'm like, man, you don't have to all that. He's telling me, you stay right there. You stay right there. You know how we do. I I'm not. Right. Long story short, to try to subdue her, he punches her. She yells, punches her chest. He yells out, you can't punch the chest, and I saw. So next time, I was shocker, I'd have moved into action. I done ran up on this cracker before I knew it. I'm like, I'm telling myself, what the hell am I doing? I done grabbed this white boy. And he put his hand on his pistol like he was going for his pistol. So I put my hand on top of his goddamn hand. You know what I'm saying? And we and this guy's gonna be and we hey, and we tussled. And like I said, we tussled out of that hotel room and I'm telling him, he's telling me, Get off of me, get the effing off of me and I'm telling him, Calm your ass down, calm your ass down because I wanna let him I'm telling people listening, you know, I'm telling them, Call the police. Somebody call the police. But this is how I know our people want a black champion so bad. I'm tussling with this white boy. You know what they hollering? What, they let him go? Stop? <laughs> Beat his ass. <laughs> Beat his ass, <laughs> Beat his ass. 
<laughs> our people want, our people are sick of the repression. They are sick of the repression. Right. But long, but like you said, man, to really bring on like what you said, yo, I went to jail. Yeah, I had to wear them little um nine bruises. They wanted to see about it. Oh, this is the one thing, you know, when you get in there, oh, this is the one thing he's a tough ass. You know, you're a tough ass. Right, right. And and lo and behold, I didn't give him nothing to fight about. You know, I think that one of my saving graces was I was in Atlanta, you know, and niggas was trying to pick up out. You the tough ass. I said, man, that white boy jumped on the on that sister, man. I call him cracker. He's all over there. You know, they trying to go. I like, man, I ain't even and all that, bro. You been jump on me for a white boy, man. Hard say it again, you know. So I didn't go there. I'm still playing on black man. You know I me mean? jumped on his little sister, bro. I ain't no bad man. It's a black man. You feel what I'm saying? Right. So and they're telling us is black men. It ain't about being Superman. It's about being a black man, like Brother Shaka says. At some point in time, yo. You know. Go ahead. I got yeah, going with you, brother. Yeah. It's the only it's the only recourse, man. I mean, you know, this is what like you said is a vent session because we've heard all this before, and we right. you know we we all got we could all come up with a story where we even resisted physically. You know, if you was in the Black Panther party, more than likely you got a physical story like we all do. Right. We not, I'm not gonna let them put their hands on me. You know what I mean? Right. But at the same time, that's a mentality, the same mentality we got in the hood against each other, and you know, and I know people don't like the word niggas. But that nigga mentality, where I don't care what the outcome is, that nigga gonna respect me. That nigga gonna understand who I am because I'm blase, blase, and this is my set. So what yeah. happens when the enemy comes? When the enemy comes, why you switching up? Keep that same energy. Right. Like we ain't got to really explain this because if I owed you some money and I said, nigga, I ain't paying you, you gonna come to me, you gonna pull up on me as they say in the A. You gonna pull up on shock. And you don't care, and you gonna tell me take it to the guns, we can take it to the ones, but I'm pulling up on you. So why are we changing this this, this, this line now that the enemy is, 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 this cracker is the enemy now? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And, and I know yeah. I understand everybody ain't built like that because, hey, until I was in that situation, I didn't think I was built like that, to be honest with you. I'm not going to stay and paint a Superman story. You know, we got, I, you found yourself in a situation and you did what you had to do to survive. Yeah. But what I did realize from that confrontation, when we were in New York and I was in the party and we fought those pigs not once but twice, what I did realize is, hey, they human too. They don't really want to get fucked up either. You know what I mean? Yep. They ain't really signed up for this this part of it. Nah, they ain't right. It's like you say, yeah, they want to go home to wife and kids too. But you want Chaka too, which I I think, man... Uh, what we did a little different in the party when we were in the party, what I don't see a lot of, and I'm not making a sweeping indictment for all parties because some may, but I don't know how you would have a party. I had a party in the city, and you didn't know one of our nemesis, like the police chief. I can go to some of these parties in the city. They don't even know the damn sergeant at the desk. You know what I'm saying? Man, I we, mean, we don't know. Yeah, yeah, we, you, have, you have to. That means you're not engaging. This is probably the only time you really engage is when they do stuff like this, man. You have to be engaged, even if it's just rolling up in there to let a presence be felt. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I, right. I would advise what all my brothers and sisters out there know, especially those organized, know what you're talking about. I had one sitting out in my neighborhood, a car sitting across my neighborhood. I walked up to the to the police car, asked them, you know, they okay? They looked at me like, am I okay? 
I said, yeah, I said, anytime an unknown person is in my neighborhood with a gun, I got to find out what's going on. He was like, I'm the police. And we both laughed, and I walked out. You're an unknown nigga with a gun. I don't know you. That's it. You know what I'm saying? Like in New York, they got these these uh, these uh suites that they come in. New York, we got these project buildings. Door, you know, you've seen the doors. They all locked. Yeah. I'm not letting the cop in the building. I'm not letting you in the building. You know what I mean? <laughs> don't don't ask me to let you in the building. No, because you got right. a gun. I don't know what you're gonna do. Right. You know? And and if you right. all come in on a righteous mission, then you should have a way in the building. It clearly says right. don't let unknown people into the building. I'm not opening the door for you. Okay. You know what I mean? Exactly. That's just the bottom line. I'm not doing it. And see, we gotta get right. like that, man. All that talking to the police, chumming around with them, and you know, because my thing is this. If, if I'm on a set and I'm and I, let's say I'm gangbanging, I'm a blood or I'm a crip or whatever, and my little clique is is causing havoc in your your neighborhood, you are gonna tell your kids don't talk to them gangbangers on the corner, stay away yeah. from them. You know what I mean? Just like we was at yeah. the party, people would say stay away from them Black Panthers because they trouble. Stay away yeah. from them Black militants. So we we the militants, you know, we trying to help. You know what I mean? The the, the yeah. cats that you call gangbangers. To some extent, you could get a relation with them and work some things out. But with your enemy who don't want to work nothing out, who just wants to kill you, we always have patience. Yep. Trouble. It's Trouble. incredible, man. It's, it's just patience incredible at this top. point, man. Patience on you know, top. I, I mean, when are we going to separate? Like, we, me and you always talk about that. Like, I think one of the problems is we forgot what our agenda was. Our agenda is to separate. We cannot live in peace with those devils. Period. Mm-hmm. Well, reactionary. You know, we, yeah. The movement's become more reaction than anything, than goal oriented. Like you said, we forgot what the ultimate goal was to be self self sufficient, self determined. Right. To separate. Yes, you know, we, they keep us jumping from bed to bed, meaning one sensational incident to another. They, you know, for shit, we just damn. I mean, damn, how long has it been since uh, a former police officer uh, murdered brother Ayad Albury? We're, we're, we're not even 30 days from that. And then kill somebody else. You know I mean, you know, you got to understand that they, they have carte blanche now because the president, their spokesperson, has pretty yeah. much gave the leash. Do your thing. Yeah. We, we backing you up. Which I don't have a problem with, because I'd rather a straight-up devil than a sneaky-ass snake any day. You know? Yes, yes. So so yes. my thing is, just like they, the white nationalist element, the white racist regimes in our community, they have the, the spokesperson that they've been wanting to hear forever. So the same mm-hmm. thing with black people. We got to start listening to the message and, and, and adhere to it, man. Because if yes. you don't, it ain't going to stop. They're going to bring it to your doorstep regardless. You know what I mean? Yeah. Regardless, yeah. it's coming to your doorstep. Ain't nothing we can do about it. You know these crackers, they scared. Number one, they they, mm. they their whole thing is motivated off the, of, of like I said the other day, they want to wipe us off of the face of the earth because every day they look at us, we're a reminder just how fucked up they are. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. so yeah, they want to kill you because every everyone you get away, it helps to ease their conscience to all the wicked shit they've done and are doing. Hmm. Mm-hmm. What is that with something? I mean, you 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 blame <laughs> us for the fact that you did what you did to us, and we the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, one of our things, you know, though, you touched on, and we have to have a show, man, to 
really talk on that is, you know, building that. Because when we talk about the white nationalist movement, the white power structure, their whole thing, um, or white power movement, they have a structure. They have a not just a visible, not just a visible presence, but they have infrastructure. You know, we really right, have to. Right. We talk about black economy. We talk about buying black, spending black. We talk about social. Um, social transformation or reformation to where we begin to interact differently. But really, until we create institutions that help to teach and promote that and to gear us in that uh, in that manner, man, I really question how effective we can continue to be. Even our so-called uh, paramilitaries or more um, stringent militant brothers and sisters. You know, without that cohesiveness and that infrastructure setting up the whole works, I really question how effective is that going to be. We we don't you know? really. I mean, we got to be honest. This is not no jab. Let me be clear to anybody yeah. that's listening out there. The effort that I see, I applaud one hundred percent. Because yes. you know, an effort is better than no effort at all. So let's get that clear. I'm not knocking the efforts, but being a, a, a analytical thinker. That we are, we're organized. I'm not a mobilizer. I'm an organizer. It's different. Right. The mobilizing right. side of me is clapping for the fact that you showed up. That's the mobilizer. I, I, you did your job on that end. Now the organizer is saying, okay, now where do we go from here? How do we make this stronger? How do how do you know? How can we have simultaneous effects? Like everybody turned out in Georgia for the brother, which is a wonderful thing. But if we were really organizing, we could have people turn on California. You know, in Texas, all over, yep. at the same time, to show a unified stance. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and at best, what we have now is a collection, like you said, of loose guerrilla bands. Yeah. You know, yeah. we have small guerrilla units, and that's cool. But at some point, and I'm speaking directly to these guerrilla units, at some point, they're going to have to get out of their own way and understand that we, they have to communicate on some level. You know, and it yeah. can't be communicate with who I like. Don't talk to who I don't like. It's got to be communicate to be effective. Period. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the only. That's the only way that that's gonna work. Absolutely. And we got to get to that, man. And, and like you know, like the late brother Doctor Alex uh, Colin Abdul used to always say to us. He said, you know, one thing's for sure: if we don't get the formula right, the white man will give you a formula. Mm-hmm. You know, he's gonna put you in a position where you gotta work together now. Hey, if it if it in if it in clearer, uh, if it doesn't get any clearer than now, man, I don't know what it's gonna take. Like you said, the current administration, the president, and everything is banning the climate that allows these type of that make these sickos, these weirdos feel like that it's okay to do what they're doing right. to us, and it has to be a shift. It has to be a shift. And the only way that I know, like you said, that I know people, the quickest way to make people react is they have to feel it. You've never seen anyone touch a stove, take their time pulling their finger. You got to know it's hot. Keep touching us. It's exactly. hot, man. You know what I'm saying? It's hot. You know. And we have historical like, reference, man. Historically, yeah. one of the most effective remedies to white supremacy was the Black Liberation Army. And the Black Liberation Army was effective because there was an instant repercussion for anything done to the black community at any random place at any random time. Yeah. Yeah. So it forces not only 
the officers in, let's say, a, a Georgia situation to monitor Georgia and act like the rest of the country is okay. No. Georgia violated, but Kansas felt it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So now it yeah. makes them say, hey, look, we, we, you know, I get the ones who say, I'm trying to do the right thing, but you put my life in danger by doing the wrong thing. So you need to get it right. Same yeah. way it goes for us. If one black man does something, we all speak to that because it could affect all of us. They have to feel the same way. Like it has so many, like it has so many times before. Even, even if it was an alleged black man, you know what I'm saying? We look right. at the, uh, 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 man, I mean, um, Rose, yeah, Rosewood is actual play. The Rosewood, just, even if it was an alleged black man, one black man, countless black men and women have been murdered uh, and, and or felt the reprisal. And right. repercussions what someone of what someone is done. There has to be something, and that's all we're putting out there. There has to be something, you know, and it has to be to such a degree that it makes these people think twice. And here's the thing: not only are the civilians murdering us, it's just so okay to murder us that state employees, not even state employees, I said that like they sanitation workers, the police are fucking killing us. And that's and right. that's the crazy thing, you know. Damn. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, <clears throat> it's just that man, like you said at the beginning of the show, man. We're gonna have. I mean, that's for all of us, me, you, everybody. We're gonna have to shake all the vestiges of colonialism and understand our right to survival. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, you know, unfortunately, we are adults in this society. We have worked for 10, 15, 20 years. You do have a bank account, a house you've built, you know, some property maybe. So you, you think you're vested. So you don't want to risk your vet investment. But that's how colonialism works. They wrap you in the system and make you think you got something to lose. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you need to start signing that stuff over to your wife or to your children. You know, maybe you need to start pulling your money out the bank because you might need to to have that for the next couple of days or years or whatever. Maybe we might have to start understanding that every day could be your last day. Yeah. Yeah, how about that? You know, that, that start that's making provisions yeah. for that. Yep. And that probably will help out you tremendously. Right. Well, look, Shark, it is. Listen, we're coming down to our last minutes, but I know, and I definitely... Um, you know, I'm coming back, and I, I'm, I'm putting you on the spot. I am definitely putting you on the spot, and I'm putting out the <laughs> listeners. Look forward to Shaka being a regular feature. Look forward to our pop-ups. We plan on probably having some schedule, but, but look forward to a lot of pops up, pop-ups, some spontaneous, off-the-top stuff. I appreciate everybody taking this out and sharing it with me, your brother, Yang, and crew. My man, Shaka. Uh, and we hit you with the Wakusu like you heard us when we came on with the Wakusu Wake Up. Up, stand up. You know what I'm saying? We try to live by that motto and and, and take that to heart and do our thing. How can these last couple minutes? Did you want to send some shouts out or say anything, brother? I just want the black community, one, don't be discouraged. It's a lot going on, a lot of questions that have a lot of answers. But I, I do want to take time to shout out everyone who has done something. I don't care right what on. it is. Talk with your family, whatever. Whatever you've done keep doing it. We're going to get there. Don't get discouraged. Don't beat yourselves too bad. We're not to blame for our oppression, but 
we're the answer to our oppression. Right, right on. All right, that with that man, I'll leave you as I agree with us. All but yo, oh, yo, check us out Sundays at eight. I don't know who's weekend is either chief, our chief of staff or our national director of operations or somebody. I'm sure it's going to be a wonderful show either way, like they usually are. So check us out. Check out the page, People's Black Panther Party. If you're interested in more information, you can reach us through that page. Check out what's going on. Check out my brother Shaka Shakur's lives. You know what I'm saying? Always informative, always keeping it real. So check him out. Check him out on his page. With that, I'll leave you as I greet you. That's all to oppress people, African power to an African people, and black power. Black power. Cool, sir. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, 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 you need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs>